Due to the graphic nature of the crimes discussed during this podcast, listener discretion is advised. Coast to Coast Criminal Podcast, where every week we go over a serial killer or a regular killer or some type of sinister criminal behavior. So if you are if you are into that type of thing, this is the podcast for you. And every week I am joined with my co-host, Jenna. Jenna, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I am just relaxing and taking it easy. Television. So, like I always do, or at least what we started, I always go over some new television shows or some things that I've been watching or listening to. So, what I recently saw was the Netflix documentary, Athlete A, and that's about uh, Larry... Nasser, I think is Larry Nasser. Yeah, Larry Nasser, which was that gross friggin' oh the doctor. Yes, the gym, the gymnast doctor. It is yeah, the women's Olympic doctor. Yes, disgusting. What a perv! Oh my god, and he just got away with it. Molested all the. He had over two hundred and some odd victims. It was so many other people. It was really disgusting. It happened at the camp like a lot of this happened at the camp where they would go to the um what was it the Bella I can't think of it but like their coaches the Olympic coaches those the those Romanian coaches they were like the coaches for a million years yeah yeah they yep. said that they didn't know what was going on they might not have I, I don't I really don't know like I can't be like oh you guys knew because if they're not in the room they might not have known but they would run such a <laughs> like a torturous a torturous practice like a torturous camp for them because that's how they would win they would like pretty much just oh my god yeah like pretty traumatizing much, all over yeah just pretty much kind of i don't want to uh. say abuse the girls but they they ran that their program with an iron fist so disgusting it pretty much was a perfect place for him to groom these girls and I just felt so bad for them because a lot of them actually did report him and the friggin USA Gymnastics just didn't they just didn't do anything about it this week we are going to jump into John List and I'm going to turn it over to you Jenna because I did not research okay (laughs) so it'll all be new well I knew nothing about this case, and uh, my mom actually shot the pinky. My mom brought this case to my attention and said, oh, my God, you guys have to talk about it. So we're, what, a week out from Father's Day? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about a terrible father besides mine. Mm-hmm. So John List had a family, a wife, and three children who were I believe the children were at the time of the murders they were 13 15 and 16 and he had the three children the wife and his mother and they lived in 
at the time, what they called a mansion, I looked up the picture and it wasn't necessarily a mansion like you think of today, Mm -hmm. but it was a nice size house. And I'm sure in the 1970s, it was considered a mansion Um, in Westfield, New Jersey, which is basically, I believe, on the border of central and north Jersey. Um, I'm from New Jersey, but I'm from south, so very far away from there. It is closer to where I went to college, though. So it's like central-ish, north-ish Jersey. Um, He worked at a bank, totally normal family, living in this grandiose house. And they were very, very religious. And all of a sudden, one day, the kids are at school, and the wife is home, and the husband is home from work. And he walks up puts a gun to the back of his wife's head, kills her, executes her. Oh, my goodness. He then, he then waits. I'm sorry. From there, he goes upstairs into the attic where his mother had her own little apartment, which they say attic, but it was a third-story apartment. And he killed her. He shot her and killed her, his own mother, left her rotting corpse in the attic, left his wife's rotting corpse in the house, The 13-year-old and the 16-year-old, one boy and one girl, I believe, come home from school. He shoots and kills the daughter. And then he goes over and shoots and kills the son. He then sits down and makes himself a sandwich, eats the sandwich with four dead bodies in his house. And he goes to his son's school, the 15-year-old. He goes to watch him play in a soccer game. The kid plays in the soccer game. He is riding home with his dad. They're in the car. His dad shoots him and kills him multiple times. And the police say that the only shots was because the son was actually fighting back. Wow. So, yeah, that was the only way that he could overpower him. Ironically, that same weekend that happened, or the same week that that happened, Um, The wife's mother was supposed to come in from, I think it was like North Carolina. She was supposed to fly in and spend time at the family house, but she got sick. So she canceled her flight. And the authority said that had she flown in, she would have been another victim that day. Because he was, he was literally killing everybody Mm -hmm. in the house. So he detailed all of the killings in a letter, literally went through every detail of how he killed everybody. And he said there were two driving forces behind the murder. The first was the family's financial situation. I heard about this. The, I know this story. I oh, heard about this story. You better yeah. than me, because I did not. Mm-hmm. So the bank that he worked at, which he had a really nice job at, the bank closed down. And he was therefore fired. But technically, he just lost his job because the bank closed. He was too ashamed to tell his wife what happened. It's not like he got fired for going in drunk. I mean, the bank closed down. Mm-hmm. So he went every day pretending he was going to the bank and he went and sold newspapers at a train station. Would do his regular hours and then come home. So his wife never knew that they had money trouble. And this was a mounting and driving force behind the executions. The second reason was that he said that um, he saw them straying from their religion and he felt like they were evil And that he wanted to execute them all right at the same time so that he could save their souls and they could go to heaven. And one day he would join them in heaven. Was the grandma of German descent? Did they ever say that? Um, She may have been. Okay, was the mom, was the mother like an alcoholic? She may have been. 
Okay, I'm not even did really sure. Have, um, did the mother have syphilis? Probably. What do you mean probably? Because <laughs> no, because I'm saying that would have that would have contributed to him no, saying. Did you hear? Well, you know, did you, you hear that? From the, did you hear about this? Stuff, like what I'm saying? Like, did you hear that? No. Okay, because this is why I'm saying that because I do know of a story of New York. Okay, was was did this man have a daughter? Yeah, uh, two one daughter, two sons. I believe was one of the daughters like into acting. I did not see anything about that. Okay, because there was an episode on ID that sounds an awful lot like this, and it's the, the show is called Oh my gosh, my my worst nightmare, and this sounds I hate that show. <laughs> I freaking hate it. Was on there, but I'm not 100. percent But like you telling these details is kind of. I think I've heard a little bit of this story, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish up. So he kills everybody and leaves the bodies all in the mansion and leaves the lights on. So the neighbors at first didn't think anything was weird because it was a very reclusive family. So they didn't really think anything of it. They never really saw the family. Um, What started to trip the neighbors was that the lights in the mansion were on all day, every day, and all night, every night. This was the episode that I was thinking of. I'm sorry, I got to get you. This was the episode. Gross. (laughs) See, I told you, I turned that show off. I don't watch it. It's too creepy for me. I was watching. So they were only tipped off when the light bulbs went out. And they thought, well, something is definitely wrong. And here are all these rotting corpses. Now, the, the father, the husband, had fled. He actually went and lived in a couple different states. And he had met and married um, a woman. And they moved. I believe he met her in, and married her in Colorado. And I think then they moved to Virginia after that. Yeah. And he was living under an assumed name, which he was going by Bob Clark which according to records was somebody he was friends with in college, but then they found the real Bob Clark and he said, I don't know who that John list is. So we don't know, but he was going by the name Bob Clark and he was finally caught and arrested. And he had confessed and again, referenced that this was basically a religious sacrifice, which is so disgusting to the core. If you think about it, because I'm not a really religious person at all, but I don't understand the use of religion as like a justification for killing people, especially not your own family. But like, you know, you see that a lot with these cases. Um, they're called some of them they're family seen. annihilators. That's what it's called. When you like the men that yeah, kill their whole family. Because you kill all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, like a family mass murder. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there have been cases on the ID channel like uh, on the show Forbidden Love, where it'll be somebody from like uh, the Middle East and the father kills the daughters because oh, yeah. they're becoming too Americanized. Right. So they, but that was really, that was a really, really, really sad story. And that mother was actually white. She was a, a white mom and it yep. was, it was kind of like an honor killing type thing. And the yes, girls were exactly what really it is. Girls. They, I mean, they were, they didn't have, they weren't sleeping with boys or acting wild or anything. They just were Americans, but I know exactly the story you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but I just And that guy's still on the run, by the way. 
Yeah, they never found mm-hmm. him. That's the guy he killed the girls in his, his daughter. car, mm-hmm. his shot daughter. them both, and then they called 911 as they were dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but... disgusting. But I just don't understand, like, what in somebody's mind makes them say, I'm going to kill this person because of religion, but my religion won't look poorly on me for killing them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, aren't you kind of defeating the purpose? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on in their heads. I don't. I don't, I don't get that. But yeah, so basically what happened was the the mom was, the first wife, the mom was an alcoholic. And she, now I don't know if this is true. I'm just basing this off the, you know, reenactment from the episode on ID, on ID channel. But the mom was an alcoholic and she, her first husband was like a real man. He was a, a war hero, but he had syphilis, gave her syphilis. Um, I don't think she ever gave the husband John List syphilis, but she had syphilis and it made her super crazy. And because they, so they thought she was acting crazy because of her alcoholism, but it was the syphilis, you know, untreated messes with your brain. So she had those issues. The poor daughter was like into acting and because she wanted to be an actress and like her school play she was losing her way and you know that was against their ungodly religion or whatever and I don't know what his beef was with the boys why he killed the two boys but that is that was in the the reenactment but then yeah so that that was yeah he just felt that they said he just felt like the whole family was losing track with the religion Mm -hmm. but again you killing everybody you're not losing track with your religion I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no. maybe it's just over. Maybe I just, I don't know. If I were more religious, maybe it would make more sense to me, but it's so ridiculously senseless. And how somebody can, like, run away and start a new life, like, like, like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and I always see that on these cases where, like, Somebody doesn't want to be with their husband or wife so badly that they kill them because, God forbid, you get a divorce. And then they go and they get married again. I'm like, obviously, marriage doesn't work out for you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, just yeah. chill. Yeah. Just chill. Mm-hmm. But that was, you should watch that episode. I like, well, you may not like because you said you don't like that show. But I like uh, my worst <laughs> My worst nightmare. They have some really it's so creepy. Cases. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to check it out though. Yeah. But because I know the case, like some of the stuff that I see on there, it literally make me afraid to like go to sleep at night. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's too real for me. It's it's so it's so wacky. Like the acting is so wacky. But I love it. That's... Oh, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the one where they um the girl it was two daughters and they had lived with the mom and yes. dad. And the mom wait, wait, are you talking about the Daniel LaPlante? The Daniel LaPlante, the guy was living in the, the um, he was living in the, in the in, walls. Yeah, in the crawl space or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the and, and the girls kept saying, we're talking like, to is... mom and the dad's yes. like, yeah, they did. They you did guys little... are driving me crazy. Yeah, their dad was, he was such an wait, asshole. And then the dad comes in and the guy is standing there in the woman's <laughs> wedding dress with a freaking <laughs> axe in his hand. But that That's was like all, one of all the, of the episodes. But that was all true. Like you would think. No, I know. I know, but all true. Like he left, he went on the date. He was living in their friggin' walls. He put the, he put like blood on the, on the wall, but it really wasn't blood. It was ketchup. They called the police. The police were like thinking the kids were doing it. 
and then it was the whole time it was this weird little dirty kid and he had a background I forgot what the what Daniel LaPlante's history was but he had some I don't know if he had killed I think he had killed some people before and he was like released from a psych hospital but that one was crazy that was but wasn't it that he he was living in their house because he wanted to either it was either that he wanted to date the girl or she had rejected him yes no he liked he liked her he he liked the the girl look i liked a lot of people in my past i never moved into someone's crawl space without telling them he was he was right you got to let him know first but he was so wacky like he and then like he he showed up at the date got kind of dirty and then, and now I don't know how they met because this was before the internet, but yeah. somehow she thought he was going to look a different way. Like somehow he had catfished her too. Now I Him. don't know how he did that because there was no internet, but. Well, that was one of the first episodes I actually watched of your work. And mm-hmm. that was probably the last one that I watched. Cause I was like, oh, <laughs> hell no. I'm not going to be checking in my closets. I already checked behind the shower curtain every night before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be checking every nook and cranny in this house before I feel comfortable going to sleep. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, this is mm-hmm. too much for me. Mm-hmm. You know, as a person with anxiety, you don't need nothing more <laughs> to sink Right, right, right. You know, like, it's too much. I gave right. up on it. Right. That's why, like, Mama June is a much better outlet for me <laughs> than mm-hmm. that. I can't. Well, I this can't. was a so, good I mean, one. This was a good one. I like this was a little quickie. The dirtbag John List case, slaughtering his whole family, execution style for most of them, back of the head, such a coward mm-hmm. way, and then goes and starts a new life. And 20 some years later, they catch him. It's disgusting. At least they caught him. So that was good. And he ended up dying in prison too, though. Awesome. So at least this guy got his good. in prison. Good. I'm glad to hear that disgusting glad to hear that yeah so new jersey's mm-hmm. finest and uh yeah horrific yeah well that's it for this week that was a good one that's what we got and um what are our social handles uh jenna instagram coast to coast criminal podcast cool coast to coast criminal podcast on youtube also yes and I would give mine again, but literally, you'll be so disappointed if you go to my own personal Instagram. Well, that's okay. We got, we got. So I, I'd rather you. We got close. But I'd rather people think I'm interesting than know that I'm really no, boring. They can, they you know can what check I mean? Us so Coast to Coast Criminal Podcast on Instagram. Yes. We post yes. on there. We post our um, cases. Once we got a case uploaded, we post it on there. But as always, if you want to stay up to date, Check us out. Our handles, of course, will be in the description bar and in the show notes. So just tap to see our show notes. And we're now on Apple Podcasts, which I'm super psyched about. Guys, go ahead if you like what we're doing. And I understand our sound's a little rough. Our editing's a little rough, but we are getting better. I'm trying my best. It's a learning process. So, you know, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're getting better every week, I think. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And definitely, though, but throw us guys, a bone. You know, throw us a bone a and give us a five star rating. Just so. <laughs> yeah, five stars is dope. And we are always open to comments, suggestions, questions. Like, 
work with us. Let us know what you guys still want to see, what you want to hear. Keep it real. That's all. And we have about maybe five listeners. So we will definitely see (laughs) whatever email you send us or comment or whatever. Mm -hmm. We will definitely see it because we've got about five listeners, but I love every single one of those five. I love it. But that's it. Oh, my family's going crazy over it now. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Your family's so cool anyway, though. They're super supportive. Yes, they are. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's it for this week. Thank you, guys. I just want to say you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Have a great one. All right. See you guys next week. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, my God.